Hello, North South Connection Podcast listeners. My name is Rocco Martone, and this is your Canoso Daily Podcast. Today's match is from the May 1986 Saturday night's main event. It pits the adorable one, Adrian Adonis, with his manager, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, against Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. We start the saga of this match in the opening promo package, as we have a cardboard standee of Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, and Mean Gene is running down the card next to it. Gene states that Mr. Wonderful will risk his classic profile and his heavenly body against the adorable one. We cut to a close-up of Paul's face on the cardboard standee, and Adrian pops his head into the frame, puts his head on Paul's cardboard shoulder, and says, I want this man. I have always wanted this man, as he looks deeply into the camera. This is adorable, and it fits Adrian's character, and I don't know the most motivation for this match other than he, Adrian just wants Paul. Later on in the night, we get a backstage segment with the adorable one, Adrian Adonis, in his beautiful dressing room that looks like it could have been decorated by Sugar Baker and Associates from uh, Designing Women. The first image we see is Adrian looking at himself in the mirror as the Mouth of the South is combing his blonde locks and primping up the adorable one. Jimmy and Adrian are harmonizing on an updated version of the great early 60s pop hit Hey Paula by Paul and Paula. Uh, You may recognize this tune from National Lampoon's Animal House. But here we get a nice touch of the lyrics being altered from Hey Paula, I want to marry you to Hey Paula, I want to wrestle you tonight. This is great. Adrian hits the lows. Jimmy nails those highs. And uh, Jimmy has such a great voice. And it's a really nice moment between the two dudes. I think sometimes wrestling fans overlook not only how successful Jimmy's musical career was, but also how fucking talented of a musician he was. Check out any of the Gentry songs, but one of my favorites is a cover of Neil Young's Cinnamon Girl. In a quick wrestling tie-in, Cinnamon Girl was also covered by Typo Negative on their album October Rust. Uh, Typo also once wrote a song that was meant to be used as the theme song for Kane called Out of the Fire. Unfortunately, it was never used. Gene enters the dressing room and upon witnessing these two dudes singing to a cardboard cutout just exclaims, good gosh almighty, it is quite the scene he's walked in on. The cutout of Paul has a tiara on its head, and while Gene and Adrian are talking, Jimmy is combing the hair of the cardboard Paul, which is ridiculous and wonderful. Adrian cuts a great promo here. He says, yes, I am certainly twisted steel, and certainly the man has sex appeal. The man is a Greek god. Look at the baseball biceps. Look at the hairdo. Look at the straight nose, the eyebrows. The legs are powerful. You talk about power. You talk about me, though, too. You talk about the master of disaster. And I'm going to celebrate this event by putting the crack inside of his head like the Liberty Bell. Gene interjects. The gown is a nice touch. Adrian, unfazed, says, isn't it? Isn't it? You talk about vicious. I can be vicious. Remember me as vicious as a vegematic. Slice and dice. And Mr. And right here, Gene <laughs> cuts off Adrian, says, it's, we don't got time for any more of this shit. Let's get back to Vince. Adrian plays with his scarf, whipping it at Gene and the camera, and it's really cool. If you don't know what a Vegematic is, it was a kitchen tool used for chopping vegetables, and it was one of the first made-for-TV products that got huge and had legendary pitchman Ron Popeil's dad as its spokesman. Now it's Paul's turn for a pre-tape interview with Gene. They are both in a sauna wearing nothing but towels, which topless Gene is always quite a sight. Gene talks about how Mr. Wonderful's never faced anyone quite like Adrian, and Paul says, well, Gene, that's true. I've never faced a fabulous mool before, neither. But on the other hand, I've never wrestled anybody that's a little light in the loafers, if that's what you mean, Gene. Gene pops in here real quick, trying to steer this interview away from the top babyface being homophobic, I think, and says, moving right along, and uh, Paul interrupts now, deeply inhaling the sauna steam, and tells Gene it'll make your hair grow, and Gene gets <laughs> real amped up for that. Gene finishes his thought and is worried that Jimmy Hart is going to be a distraction, and Mr. Wonderful says, yeah, well, there is a distraction. I mean, theoretically, it's two-on-one. And anytime you get this type of situation, you have to be concerned. Because what we have here, Gene, on one side, we got a blimp. And on the other side, we got a wimp. Gene is just melting in the sun and says to Paul that he's got to get the hell out of here. One last question. Are you confident tonight? And Paul says, no, I'm wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. So besides his casual gay bashing, I think Mr. Wonderful was really good here. Especially the way he really nails his nickname as a stinger at the end of the interview. 
But uh, fuck it, man. He seems like a total heel jerk off here. Well, Adrian just came off like a super fun and endearing dude in this promo. Now we're in the ring. And Vince is aghast at Adrian's attire, which is just a very weird 80s looking dress. And Bobby's like, hey, maybe it's a t-shirt. Maybe it's a gown, which I don't know how that's different from a dress. I really like that the babyface announcer is appalled by what Adrian is wearing. But the heel announcer is like, yeah, maybe it's a t-shirt. Don't worry about it. It's just Adrian being Adrian. Chill out. Very progressive of Bobby. Real fast start to the match with Adrian just running full speed at Paul. And Paul deep arm drags Adrian really hard a couple times. After the second one, Adrian just falls out of the ring fucking hard. This is after two huge hip tosses right in the beginning. It looks amazing. So Paul's all jacked up in the ring, and he wants to get outside and keep attacking Adrian. And this is Paul's story the whole match. He just wants to kill this guy. Uh, Adrian's on the outside. He's leaning in on the ring apron. And Paul just comes over and starts stomping on Adrian's hand in a real dick move. Paul pulls Adrian into the ring, whips him into the corner, and Adrian does this kind of Ric Flair into the corner over the top thing, except for Adrian goes between the second and third turnbuckles and just splats on the outside. Sick bump by Adrian. Great selling here. He just throws his body around, selling for Paul. Paul is fucking pissed off. Adrian's on the ground and his head hurts. Jimmy's out there helping his man. Vince calls Adrian ugly. And Bobby says, live and let live is my motto. I don't knock the person's appearance. Adrian's slow to get back in. Paul wants him in the ring badly. Adrian's a little tentative. He's saying, hold on, hold on. He's playing to the crowd. Vince is appalled because he's never seen a man wrestle in a dress before. And Bobby says, well, that's his preference. Before they could tie up, Adrian kicks Paul right in the gut, but then Adrian goes for a whip into the ropes, and Paul reverses it into an atomic stretch, and Adrian is selling it like he's getting his body torn in half, and Paul has it cinched in real good. Adrian gets to the ropes, and the ref calls for a rope break, but he's having a hard time separating them, and Paul just keep, wants to keep murdering Adrian, and I don't know where this vitriol is coming from. Paul's just violent and angry, and he can't keep his fucking goddamn temperature under control, or his temper. <laughs> this is very reminiscent of the match he had against Tito at the big event pay-per-view. Adrian's saying, stay the fuck away from him. Get him away from me, ref. And Adrian's trying to stay in the corner. And Paul goes for a big punch, but the referee stops him. Adrian takes this opportunity to get a cheap shot in. And now he's working on Paul. Big elbows on the back and the shoulders raining down on Paul. Adrian's offense always looked great. His elbows are always sick. Comes running at Paul and another big hip toss counter. Adrian runs at Paul again, who's by the ropes. And Paul just throws him right over the top rope. Third huge bump from Adrian to the outside. So what happens next? Paul grabs Jimmy Hart. Pulls him the ring, and the crowd is losing their mind. Paul goes to body press Jimmy out, throws him over the top rope. Adrian catches him, and they both eat shit on the outside, and they're laying on the ground, consoling each other, and the crowd has no sympathy for any of this, and they are going wild. Paul is all amped up like a motherfucker in the ring with his stupid Kevin Von Eric bangs, and we cut to a commercial. When we come back, Paul is still in control, picks up Adrian for a huge airplane spin, showing off his power. Adrian stops this by grabbing the top rope, and Adrian goes over the top rope again. And it looks like he's trying to pull Paul over with him, kind of like a Benoit Big Show move, but he fails. But when he lands on the ground, he grabs Paul and pulls him out by his tootsie and goes to battering ram Paul into the metal post. Paul reverses this and throws Adrian into the post. Adrian cannot catch a break in this match, and he cannot get any momentum. Paul keeps cutting him off until... Back in the ring, Jimmy distracts Paul, and we get a little bit in the corner with Jimmy, Paul, the ref, and while the ref is distracted, Jimmy has left his megaphone on the ring apron, and Adrian grabs it and bashes Paul right in the back as the ref is preoccupied. Then he sneakily places it right back on the outside of the ring, on the apron, and then we get a cool camera angle of just Paul down in the corner, the megaphone in the foreground, and Jimmy just enters the frame and snatches the megaphone away. And it's really cool, as Jimmy hides all evidence of malfeasance here. While Paul's down, Adrian's playing to the crowd. His thumbs are up, he's doing a dance, he's smiling. Vince talks some shit about him being fat again. I just want to address that historically, nerds calling Adrian fat, and the commentary here is 
ridiculous. He looks fine to me. Who fucking cares how big he is? Look at him here in this match. He's not breathing heavily. He's not moving slowly. He's not stalling. He's never inert. He is pure kinetic motion at all times. He's still bumping like crazy, and he's full charisma. So it doesn't matter what his size is. His cardio seems great, and he's moving like a goddamn line in this ring. He's bashing Paul with some sick elbows. He might have some of the best elbows I've ever seen. Adrian whips him in and hits a huge knee to the guts of Mr. Wonderful. It is fucking vicious. He may have given him diverticulitis with that one knee strike right there. Punch to the gut, big ass body slam, and Adrian is vicious here. He is not playing to the crowd anymore. He's angry. Sick elbows to Paul's face. Adrian's really measuring him for some sick elbows, and Vince says that Adrian's taking too much time as he sets Mr. Wonderful up for an elbow. And then Vince says he misses, and Bobby goes, nope, wrong again, McMahon. He didn't take too much time. He's exactly where he wanted to be. Bobby says that Paul is running on fumes, and Vince interjects, fumes, that's what Adrian is running on, which is completely inaccurate. Bobby says, no, that's the perfume he uses, not fumes, which is great. Adrian with a great big-ass suplex on Paul, where he brings him straight up and then straight down right out to Paul's back. Just sweet, like pure energy, emotion, and impact. Another pin attempt, kick out at two. Bobby's calling it a pin. Adrian's preening to the crowd again now. He's feeling his oats. And then Adrian goes to the top rope real fast. Excellent balance, perched on the top. He goes for a superfly splash, and Paul gets his knees up right to Adrian's midsection. Now, Adrian didn't land on his feet first. He went knees into his guts. Pure impact. Really sick. You don't really see people take that move like that, especially not a big dude like Adrian. Now, Paul attacks with a sick flying knee right to Adrian's face and fungal. Here, Adrian goes backwards into the ropes, flips over, and lands like in a reverse Andre tied up in the ropes position, where his body's on the outside and he's looking into the ring. I've never seen this done before. It's so fucking cool. And holy shit, he's stuck. And Paul is kicking him in the gut multiple times. The ref's saying, get the fuck off, man, get off. And he's just clocking Adrian with ruthless elbows to the back of the head. And then he grabs Jimmy Hart and punches him right in the fucking face. And Jimmy wasn't even fucking around. Paul drags Adrian into the ring, whips him in, hits a big drop kick, and is a- right as Adrian eats the double boots to the mouth, he runs a corner away across the ring and throws his shoulder in- into the ring post with another sick, huge bump. The physics of this are absurd, but it just looks so fucking brutal, I don't care. Closing part of the match, Adrian's in the corner after that sick bump, and Paul just kicks into total douche mode here and begins ripping the dress of Adrian and ripping it off of him. He is stripping him naked and then choking him with his own clothing. What a jerk. Adrian is fighting it like mad. The ref is giving Paul leeway, but why? Bobby is aghast and Vince is like, why not choke him? Well, why not? Because it's illegal, dude. But because Vince looks at him as a fat person, he views him as a subhuman that deserves this fucking treatment. Paul is tearing at him like a Skeksy in the scene in Dark Crystal where the other Skeksy dudes rip the feathers and the clothes off the one guy. Paul is still choking him and kneeing him in the side, and Paul grabs the ref and just throws him down like a sack of shit. And then there's nothing the ref could do anymore. He just has to disqualify Paul. And rightfully so. Even though he's disqualified, Paul is still ripping at the clothes and choking Adrian. Vince is loving Adrian's humiliation here. Fink announces the winner, Adonis by DQ. At this point, Paul throws a fucking hissy fit here like a confused little baby. This is while he still has the man's dress that he's been choking with in his hands. Why are you confused that you lost? It's like a child throwing a fit because he got caught doing something bad. It is insane for a grown man to act like this, especially a babyface wrestling man. Adrian's all fucked up on the outside. He's angry, but he did win and he got his own raise. And I think he's kind of happy that he got inside the head of Paul. So what happens next? Well, it ain't over. Because now Paul grabs a chair and he's coming at Adrian with it. Luckily, the ref intercedes, grabs the chair, and we're done with this assault. So Paul is just a savage monster in this match. And it's not a slow burn as he becomes a psycho. This is not The Shining the book. This is The Shining the movie. 
with Jack Torrance pretty much a psycho from the beginning. And Vince loves Paul being a jerk like this. Paul losing his mind like a roided up jerk is just like I said before, he did the same thing at the big event. And I gave Paul leeway there thinking he was on this path to redemption. But I just think he's a jerk. So Adrian, to me, is the hero of this goddamn match. He did hit his opponent with a megaphone, but at least he wasn't gay bashing a dude for 10 minutes. And I am, I am more in love with Adrian after this match than he was with Paul in the opening segment. His bumping, his selling, his vicious offense, his character, his charisma. So the face-heel dynamics are all fucked in this match. So the charming dude just doing his thing, letting his freak flag fly, is the bad guy? And the arrogant, name-calling, petulant child is the hero? Fuck that. This is like the movie Jaws, where we're supposed to view Mayor Larry Vaughn as the villain of the movie because he's trying to keep the beaches open. But no, he's the hero. He's trying to keep the party going. Like, there's people on that beach. It might be the only vacation of the year. You don't take that away from them. Hell no. The character of Adonis is struggling to find his identity. From his Piper's pit, where he shedded his tough biker image and gave Roddy Piper his leather jacket, to his evolution here, and finally, as he evolves into the insane Marlon Brando Island of Dr. Moreau character that he had by WrestleMania 3, he's always morphing. This character is so ahead of his time and should definitely be considered one of the greatest heel characters of all time. He's so charismatic, so well-spoken, but he's still tough and he's still vicious, even though he's flamboyant. These two guys are an interesting matchup because Piper helped create both these men. And Piper pretty much led to Paul's infamous attempt to become this heel that we're watching. Sorry, this baby face that we're watching and failing at being because he can't help being a jerk. Adonis is a more sympathetic creature. He's a Frankenstein's monster, a misunderstood monster trying to find his place. I feel like he starts to find it here. Unfortunately, he has a self-loathing hothead jerk literally stripping his identity from him, humiliating him on national television. And after this match is when Adrian really kicks in the Max Cady-like psychological torture of Mr. Wonderful, getting into his head and pretty much causing Orndor's famous heel turn on Hogan, which in turn led to Mr. Wonderful's demise and departure from the WWF. Tragically, this also led to Adrian's own mental spiral, becoming obsessed and, and, and crazed leading to Piper coming back and having to humble his old friend Adrian and eventually banishing Adrian himself from the WWF after WrestleMania 3. This tortured character only had a limited life in the WWF, but his impact is still felt to this day. I know that Gorgeous George and Adrian Street preceded him, and Goldust is way more known these days as an androgynous, sexually charged character, but they use their flamboyant nature more to gain a psychological advantage, to get in their opponent's heads, to either anger them or confound them, confuse them, to trick them into letting their guard down and underestimate, therefore, they could take advantage. But Adrian was more on a journey of self, and he found himself in the flower shop. Unfortunately, he was ahead of his time and encountered the same obstacles anyone who stands juxtaposed to what normal society decrees is acceptable. And in this match, he definitely paid for it. This match was a masterwork by Adrian as a heel selling for a babyface. And even though his character was short-lived, like I said, he should be on everybody's list of the greatest heels in wrestling history. So I hated the outcome of this match, but I loved watching Adrian create his art. So fuck Paul Orndorff in this match, and Adrian Adonis rules. You know what else rules? All of the great shows here on the North-South Connection. So many great shows every single day. Check them all out. Great people doing great shit. If you want to find me, you can look me up at Google Maps. <laughs> That's a joke. You can find me on Facebook at Rocco Martone. Check out my band, Chained to the Dead, anywhere you listen to music. Thank you, and goodbye.